This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. The empire has been repulsed, but this one defeat will increase its determination to crush the rebellion once and for all. In the continuation of the Star Wars saga, the Empire strikes back, and Luke, Han, and Princess Leia must confront its awesome might. In the course of the Odyssey, they travel with their faithful friends, droids and Wookiees, to exotic worlds where they meet new alien creatures and evil machines. between Luke Skywalker and the master of the dark side of the force, Darth Vader. Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, C-3PO, R2-D2, Chewbacca, and introducing Landau Calrissian. In the continuation of the Star Wars saga, the Empire Strikes Back. Hi, hello, I'm Nicole Byer. I'm Lauren Lapkus, and you're listening to Newcomers. We yes. watched... We're what watching we watch? Star Wars. We're watching Star Wars. We We've watched... never seen it. We don't. We never wanted to see no. it. And we then still don't want to see it. A fun tweet brought this together. <laughs> uh, we should learn that person's name and write them a letter and we, say we we hate you. <laughs> Thanks for ruining our lives. Ugh. So we watched A New Hope the other day. <laughs> Today, the fucking the Emperor struck back. Yes. Uh, this, this movie. I liked it more than the new. Than I a new Hope. also liked it more. It was easier to follow. It had more fun elements, like, yes, and a lot, a lot more like cute stuff. Like mm-hmm. it was more like labyrinthy looking yes. at points. I thought, I thought it was only a couple years later. It was like 1980, so it's like three years. Yeah, later. it was released May 17th, 1980. Irvin Kersher directed it. That's also part of it. Different director and different yes. writers. Yes, George Lucas did co-produce it, and I believe a woman was credited as I writing this. I thought that too, Ooh, yeah. I think I saw. It went by really fast and I didn't go back to check me it out. Me either. I said, not important to me. <laughs> Someone at no, the studio will No, but I was happy know. about that. And I found it to be much, much more visually pleasing. Yes. And um, I liked the changes that I noticed in like, just even like mm-hmm. C-3PO was, had a sort of different sheen to him. He also lost his midsection. We should introduce our guest. I know, he only guest. had wires. Did he have that before? Okay, our <laughs> guest today is uh, one of our favorite people. John Gabris John joins us Gabris. in the studio. Hey, what's up, dorks? So did he have wires in the middle? Yeah, he didn't have wires in the middle of the I like, first Wait, one. we better introduce our guest. We have this pressing question about <laughs> C-3PO's stomach wires from the first his movie. His midriff wasn't out. His guts weren't out. <laughs> no. Yeah, I that think, was new. Yeah. yeah, I think he got a little polished up and maybe lost uh, a stomach piece. For okay. The, uh, I liked his new look. It showed his flexibility when he bent yes. over and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was also really pleased because 
Yoda was introduced, and we yeah. thought Yoda was going to be in the first movie. And we Yoda kind of was were waiting not in the first him. one. Well, that's what I was wondering when you're watching this movie and, and you see Luke say, "I have to go to the Dagobah system to meet a Jedi Master." Do you even know that that's Yoda at that point? No, I did not know that was Yoda. But then Yoda appeared on the screen. I went, that's my dude, Yoda. And then Milheiser, my roommate, was like, pretend you don't know that's Yoda. He's like, just go on the journey of the movie. Yeah, right. Yeah, (laughs) I was thrilled when Yoda came. And then when he was on his back, when he was on Luke's back, I was like, oh, this is why they have those backpacks at Disneyland with Yoda where it's like a backpack. Oh, shit starts making sense. Now I kind of want one. Yeah, did like... (laughs) Did this open up your I did this open up your now eyes? I kind of want one. Now I get mission the accomplished. I want it. Imagine if I walked around with a Yoda backpack just day to day. It could happen so soon after watching these. I I don't know. I don't know which way I could and go. And that's consumerism, baby. It, well, I'm so easily probably successful. for the best that it's after you've at least seen the movies yeah, once. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be the guy I'm like. I like Star Wars. I like this little green backpack. Guy. I love. Yoda, Yoda was so cool and cute. Although I didn't really understand why carrying him was part of the training. He weighs nothing. That was weird. Right? It was just to not have a puppeteer running alongside. Oh, there you go. Would Genius. be my guess. It's like probably the simplest way to. Um, here's something I wanted to ask you guys. Yes. You said this one's more kid like, more chi- like a little more childlike, a little more labyrinth like. Mm-hmm. Um, this is classically the best of of Star Wars heads. This is the, this best. Is the best it's gonna get? I know. Earlier outside, you guys were saying, like, I did not enjoy it, and I was like, guys, I got bad news. This is... <laughs> my personal favorite is the third one, Return of the Jedi, uh-huh. okay, that's which you guys will be one. doing on the next yes. episode. That's the most childlike, because that features both Yoda and Ewoks. Yes. yes. That's yeah. the one that I think bears. I saw when I was a little kid. And but... it opens at Jabba's Palace with, like, an awesome uh, Ooh, rescue. A palace? Yeah. Come on now. It's going to be misleading to call it a palace. When you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have to okay. say, though, when it started, I'm going to pull up my notes, because I did take some notes. When Luke came in on the croissant horse, yes. which I see is called a tauntaun. tauntaun yes. Oh, a tauntaun? Yeah. I was T-Rex really thing. excited. I loved the way those things looked. The wampa that was like eating his face and yeah. stuff. I thought that was really cool and reminded me of those Rudolph movies. Kind of stop Oh, yeah, it looked like the, the abominable, abominable snowman. snowman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Let's talk about this for a second. For me, watching this is so rich because I love mm-hmm. the practical effects. I appreciate puppetry and animatronics see, over we CGI. We get to see that. We get to see CGI. We watched the remastered. We can't watch the original one. But this one was not fully remastered. Right, it's not fully. Oh. Re- some of it was. Like, some of those well, dinosaurs Yoda was stuff. practical. Yeah, yeah. And, and then also these guys, the Wampa and the Tauntaun. They added a couple of things oh. that aren't in. Yeah. They kind of were moving. Moving, I thought old style. Yeah, when Han when Han runs into the base on the Tauntaun, and that was weird. That's weird. That's uh-huh. added. Yeah, uh-huh. that's it was from, moving so fast. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I liked these Tom Toms and Wampas. Why did we have to see them? They were very weird, and the terrain is suddenly very It's very icy. snowy and The icy. terrain is suddenly we very icy. They're sand. on a whole new planet <laughs> called Hoth. Okay, The yes. ice planet. That's H- honestly important. Hoth, H-O-T-H. Okay, but like, I, why did we have to watch 20 minutes of... Who cares? It was interesting that they did, spent so long with those creatures kind of... And oh, then but, we don't oh, see But them here's again. an interesting thing that I looked up. Mm-hmm. So I thought Mark Hamill looked really different in this movie. He yes, got into he a does. car yes. accident. And the reason why he gets hit is so they could use his uh, stitches. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he had like all, like scars on his face, basically. And so they had... But then there was one thing I read that said George Lucas kind of denied that the wampa eating was him or whatever was not really for that and mm-hmm. it was already going to be in there but it kind of worked with it but Carrie Fisher said in an interview that it was for that so there's like mixed yeah. sort but of but there's also like Luke becomes sort of a badass too so like he does I so, thought he got hotter I thought he, he actually yeah, exactly yeah. it adds a layer to him isn't yeah. he the most annoying because I, I just showed all these movies to Tiffany mm-hmm. like only a couple years ago for the first time she had never seen any mm-hmm. of them that's very kind of you yeah <laughs> you've been together for a very long time <laughs> yeah you let her well, get away I never forced it on her until the new one was going to come out I'm mm-hmm. like do you want to go see episode yeah. 9 uh, whatever episode 7 together mm-hmm. and she was like yeah I'm like do you want to and so I and we're watching the first one she's like this is Luke Skywalker this is who the hero I'm like yeah. he's so annoying he he's a, a child pussy. and you're like yeah he's a total pussy the movie is 
the piece is a trilogy. Mm -hmm. So when you see, watch it as a trilogy, you're like, holy ah. shit. But if you watch Just New Hope, mm -hmm. you don't end that movie feeling satisfied in no. any way, right? Right, and he's not enough, like, in that, because he has, like, such a little child mm -hmm. in that first one. And but he's cooler in this one, for sure. Oh, he's definitely cooler in the facial scar. And then... How when, about when he fucking made out with Princess Leia in the hospital bed? Mm -hmm. And we... Gambling did tell us that they're twins, so we kind of know that, yeah. but we didn't... Really, we knew someone they was the storyline. Yeah, the storyline doesn't. And that have is sick and horny. And do you think that <laughs> they... I would say Luke's face after the kiss? Mm -hmm. it, Mark Hamill is doing amazing acting there because he has this sort of like that was a surprise, but also uh -huh. looks to Han like I got it right. Uh -huh. Like you know, he like yeah. he's playing a very cool, a very hard to display emotion yeah. in that. But moment. now, do you All think the actors so... are great in this? Yeah, yeah everyone's that. great. Oh, I mean, it's made up of like the best yeah. at the time, which They're is great. And and now the second one using uh, Larry Kasdan and uh, uh, Irving, Jared Kushner or whatever, uh, Irvin Kusher, <laughs> using using those guys instead of Lucas just makes it that much stronger. Mm -hmm. Can I read you this bad review from the New York Times about this Please. movie? Uh, okay, so this kind of also talks us through the plot a little bit. This much about The Empire Strikes Back I do understand. When the movie begins, Han Solo and Princess Leia and their gang are hanging out in a cold, snowy planet where soldiers ride patrols on animals that look like ostrich kangaroos, <laughs> where there are white-furred animals that are not polar bears, and where Luke Skywalker almost freezes to death. Under the command of Darth Vader, the forces of the Empire attack, employing planes, missiles, and some awfully inefficient tanks that have the shape of armor-plated camels, somehow Han Solo and Princess Leia escape. At that point, Luke Skywalker flies off to find Yoda, a guru who will teach him more about the Force, Yoda become, being the successor to Ben Kenobi, the Star Wars guru, I didn't get that, who was immolated in that movie, but whose shade turns up from time to time in the new movie for what looks to have been about three weeks of work. Obi-Wan is Ben <laughs> that they're referring to. Obi-Wan is the yeah. old Alec Guinness from the Why first movie. Why does Obi-Wan have two names? Why is he Ben? And one is Ben? Because his name is Obi-Wan is like his Jedi name, and then they call him Old Ben because that's what he's become, like... Ben like Kenobi, yeah. He like a has been? Well, Anakin Skywalker is uh, Darth Vader. You know what I mean? Like yes. they have like their Jedi name, which is Obi Wan oh, Kenobi. And but, then, but now that when he lives on Tatooine, overwatching Luke, he's uh, he's they call him Old Ben or Uncle Ben. Okay. You know, Old oh, Ben, not Uncle Ben. Uncle ben. Okay. Uncle someone else. The right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Uncle. I, oh, it's Uncle Owen. Uncle Owen. I found ben myself Peru. glancing at my watch. It was nice and inoffensive. It's silly. It has no beginning or end. Mm. It's a lot of hot air. Um, but he also talks about Yoda being a small, delightful Muppet-like troll creature mm -hmm. created and operated by Frank Odds of The Muppet Show. And um, that was my favorite part. Okay, so that was just something that was said in, in 1980 about the film. Mm -hmm. Oh, you can. I love a review from before 99 or before 2000 when it's like, I could not stop looking at my watch. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like nowadays it'd be like, I was on Instagram uh -huh. for the whole movie. Scrolling, scrolling. Watching this, I, I just could not picture... Lapkiss watching this Dude. without her phone in her hand. It was I'm full, sorry. my phone was in full effect. I was I was in <laughs> I had multiple screens happening. It, it was took impossible. me longer to watch because I would get on my phone and be like, I love this. And then be like, wait, what's happening? I know. And then I'd have to pause it, rewind. Oh, it was I, well, did Milheiser watch it with you? Yes. And he was so annoyed with oh, me. Oh, because Mike was watching with me, but he would he was noticing me zone out and he'd go, Okay, that guy's that guy, and this guy's doing that. <laughs> I was like, Thank you. <laughs> I missed that part. <laughs> Uh, but I am here, and mm -hmm. I was trying to pay as much attention as I could. Like, I did everything in my power with my phone <laughs> to pay attention. <laughs> Yesterday, we did it. We watched it at, in, as oh, a watch-along, and I think that was possibly the hardest thing I've ever done oh. because we were so focused yes. and recording while we were watching that we couldn't be distracted. No, and I think that made us one both of us very sleepy. Oh, so sleepy. <laughs> it took all your energy to watch a movie. <laughs> Listen to you guys. Listen to you guys. This is the hardest thing I've had to do in my life when I, both my parents are dead. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was tough. When I was watching last night, because, okay, we did have a panic attack yesterday, I think individually, about, I could speak for myself, but after watching the first one, I was like, yes. we've made a terrible yes. mistake. How many are you supposed to watch for all this? Of all of them. Wait, you, including the prequels I and shit? We yes. don't. Yeah. You're saying all of them, yeah, and there's, them. there's, prequels, there's yes. like nine I, or ten I, now. Yes. Yeah. All of them except for... Rogue uh, One. Rogue One, and then the... Uh, Solo. Yes. But we, who knows? We might do those as... We, yeah, we have knows? 20 episodes that we're doing, yeah. so it could go... We're going to be covering a lot of Star Wars yes. stuff. A lot. Fan fiction, games, all uh -huh. sorts of things. <laughs> I, well, have me back for the Star Wars customizable card game, because that took up maybe three years of my really? adolescence. There's a customizable card There's game? There's like a Magic the Gathering of Star wow. Wars cards. It's super complicated, and I played it <laughs> religiously. Do you still know how to play? 
I probably could get, get going in like five or ten minutes. Yeah. So, so do you love all of these movies? Like, we didn't really talk about this on Raised by TV, I don't think. Yeah. We didn't get into Star Wars at all. Every time I brought it up, you would go to the producer, mm. cut it. Cut the mic. <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> cut it. <laughs> Star Wars was a huge part of my childhood, like most adolescent boys but mm -hmm. me and my it was it used to be nerdy before it was a disney movie it used to be like for me to have watched these movies that were made in the 70s and early 80s i'm born in 82 so i didn't see any of them like live or who uh, you know just eventually mm -hmm. someone showed me a new hope on star mm -hmm. uh, and for a kid who's like into it's just the coolest shit it's got like Jedi's are sort of like samurais and ninjas. So you got swords, then you got spaceships, then you got guns, then you have weird robots, then mm -hmm. you have uh, bounty hunters, then you have aliens. Like it's just, and then you have Princess Leia, who's an absolute smoke show. She's beautiful, beautiful, and, and, and a in, badass. Exactly, yeah. and in Empire, she's doing very cool shit. Oh, but I love but her new hairstyle. I love I when she has like the goggles the new... on and she's just repairing something yeah. on the Falcon. Yes. I'm like, this movie is like this movie is like. I, we think we know what you like about Princess Leia. Mm -hmm. Let me show you her in a gown. Let me show you her as General Leia. Yeah. Let me show you her doing maintenance. Let me show you kiss She's both male characters in the movie. Yeah. She's the meme. Get you a girl who can do both. Yeah. Yes. She's doing it all. She's yeah. such a... And for like a young kid, she was just so fucking hot to me. Mm -hmm. And then everything was... Like Han Solo was badass, but you wanted mm -hmm. to be Luke because you wanted to have a lightsaber. And then like... <laughs> Part of it was how cute all the little puppets were, but we wouldn't cop to that when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Um, so and then so Star Wars became a thing that you became a fan of, and then you read the books, uh, which were the EU, the extended universe. We then you played the card game. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know there was books. Yeah, there and they've been since wiped from canon. Uh, meaning like all these extended universe books that came out in, in like the twenty years following uh -huh. Star Wars kind of expanded on the world. There was a video game called Shadows of the Empire, which expanded <gasps> on the world. And then they wiped all of that first for episode uh, seven to be like, we're not including all because so much stuff was created oh, outside okay. of it. Like Luke and uh, like there's kid like Han and Leia have kids and they have Jedi's and like Chewbacca has a family oh. and shit. Chewbacca has a family. Yeah. He's got is a, there a lady Chewbacca. Oh yeah. There's a Lobaka, I believe. Is Lobaka! There... <laughs> yeah. That's cute. Um, That's my nickname. Yeah. Did they? Did did you feel like Chewie was like really stressful again in this film? I He's feel like he is so constantly in a midlife crisis slash anxiety attack slash panic attack. Well, he this movie, his fucking best friend, thing. his teammate is getting frozen in carbonite. That's that so hard. Wild. That That's was hard. crazy. Isn't that like weird? Here's the thing. Well, I saw this movie as a kid and even rewatching it now, it's like the context and what's happening is like, an evil Jedi is freezing a dude to send uh -huh. him to a gambler because he owes debt. And, uh -huh. uh, and all this weird context of like, what the fuck is happening here? Yet the emotional core is there where it's so sad to see a Wookiee be sad. Yeah. There's so much non-human, non-real garbage going on. It is on. a good lesson on like credit card debt because you are in your own prison yeah. <laughs> when they keep calling you. Yeah, that's like Capital yeah. One is froze Nicole Byer. <laughs> They keep calling and I can't move. Oh, my God. Um, I got to say, I did enjoy the lightsaber fight between uh, Darth, Darth Vader and Luke. And Luke. Me too. So also, awesome. They really got a budget because that helmet is shiny. And the lightsaber looks a lot light, better. Yeah, it did like look everything better. was kind of upgraded. Yes. I feel like if I guess if the first movie was a big hit, then they got way more mm -hmm. money for the next right. one. But, I, I but also, say, yeah, like they built like. George Lucas owned uh, ILM, well, b built ILM around these movies, Industrial Lights and Magic, who are like famous special effects people. Oh, okay. So he built like, as these movies grew, he grew, oh, gained power in like the ability to do cool. shit. Like, to be like, I'm just going to have a. a yeah, he's like, there's a Skywalker sound. Like, oh, he's cool. got like all this, he's got, Lucas now owns like all these post production facilities. Oh. And like, Star Wars was just being made on this campus somewhere. Yeah. But when Luke loses his hand, honestly, he didn't react enough. He had no reaction. He truly was like, well, that's a hand that I had. Well, he got some other news that maybe overshadows his hand Okay, thing. so can we talk about that? I was kind of surprised they got to it that quickly. Mm -hmm. That You mean he, hour two and a half of this movie? Just that. <laughs> no, I thought they, it was going to be in the next me movie. Me too, because they said it in the first one and it felt like it wouldn't pay off that quickly. Yeah. But... I always thought he said, Luke, I am your father. That's like a, a, a Mandela effect. Everyone believes that's the line. Uh -huh. Wait, what was the line? It's, I am your father. He doesn't, I am, 
I am your father. He doesn't oh, say Luke, Luke I, I am, am your father. father. Yeah. Oh, okay. He never Why do says people Luke. say that? Because think, it was in Toy Story? Oh. They well, say, I think it was one of those things and possibly maybe like a Vader toy or something like that uh, said it. And maybe it like cuts to the chase when you're telling it. Like it's, mm-hmm. he's talking to Luke. He's his father. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear, uh, did you talk about on New Hope like what the merch for this, for these movies did? No. no. It was the most insane thing ever is that Luke that George Lucas, they didn't want to make it. And he's like, uh, they didn't want to pay him a lot. He's like, fine, don't pay me anything. But I want like a huge chunk of all the toys and mm. all the merch that comes after. And they were like, yeah, of course, fine. No one's made. Mm-hmm. And then Lucas made three movies that are built for toys. There's mm-hmm. a new character in every frame. Right. <laughs> like every frame, yeah. there's a new vehicle or a new character. Mm-hmm. And you just see it's so obvious. He's just building and he's making billions yeah. off of the wow. merch because so the every merch the toys really the toys went gangbuster like the Hasbro deal or Smart. whoever they made it with uh it just went insane and he printed fucking money off this for years that's nice and then just kept kept making more and more movies with more and more like yeah. it's like when you when Transformers and GI Joe and He-Man started mm-hmm. selling toys as a kid you started to notice it's like get in our new he-man motorcycle uh-huh. and it's like why does he-man have a motorcycle <laughs> and then the next thing you know it's like you could buy the he-man motorcycle mm-hmm. at toys and you're like right. oh you motherfuckers mm-hmm. and it took hindsight to realize that but lucas had built such a huge specific world that they just had so many fucking yeah. toys and imagine being That's a kid so and seeing this movie and then you can have the fucking all of them you yeah. the x-wing yeah it's fucking rules what is the name of that big elephant uh, thing that stomped around very slowly that, towards that the robot rebels. thing yeah. that then oh. like got crushed. Uh, and, like, they, uh, if it has four legs, yeah. it's an ATAT walker. If it has two legs, it's an ATST. Got to say, you. pretty dumb. They moved so slowly. Right. I was like, we can't take these out faster. And then to take them out, we put a rope around their little legs and they fall down and, and that go, was Boom. it. You didn't like, I like that mechanic. It's really fun. It's like it's impenetrable armor. It's like we got to try to do something else. Oh, it's impenetrable. They were armor. shooting it, and that's why nothing was oh, nothing was hurting it. Okay, they're, they're slow and steady. The little ones with two legs are yes. sort of a little faster. Mm-hmm. But uh, you'll see in the next movie too the ATs, ATATs, the ATATs, if you will, come back with the ATSTs, and they get worked again in a different way. They get <laughs> the Empire for all the money and all the limitless mm-hmm. uh, cloned troops, whatever we want to call them. Uh, the stormtroopers for the limitless amount of bad guys they have, they really their game plan is weak. <laughs> like they're Pretty, constantly yeah. like, "All right, let's slowly walk everyone in there." Yes. Uh, we lost Millennium Falcon. All right, throw the garbage out. Well, also, <laughs> they lost them in the Millennium Falcon while it was on their ship. Yes, it's insane. I, I was like, "Come on!" I want to uh, say really quickly, it was written by a woman and a man. Oh, so, Lee Brackett and Lawrence Kasdan. And um, after the success of the original film, Lucas hired Lee Brackett to write the sequel before personally outlining the saga as a whole and finishing the film script himself. So he wrote a version and then, like, had her write it. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to fact check that. And then Larry Kasdan, like, kind of, uh, he wrote it with her Mm -hmm. or also got credit on it because he's kind of what they call the architect of Star Wars. Oh, oh like, okay. Yeah. So he's, he did a bunch I think he of Because other... I think he did another one. I think he does Jedi as well. I okay. do. I am really surprised that a woman wrote it. I like that a I woman think it's wrote cool. it. Also, I feel like you can kind of see, I feel like some touches. Well, I liked it more. Yes. And I wonder if that has to do with it. I, think uh, I mean, more like, stuff happens in this movie. And there's like emotional, seemingly more there's, emotional yes, characters right. and moments. Like, even Yoda's whole little house and the whole conversation mm-hmm. with him in there, I really liked that world that they were sitting in for a little bit. It felt different from, it just felt very different from the first mm, movie. This world you like. <laughs> By the way, I was blown away that's what his voice really is because everyone's been doing impressions forever and I was yes. like, everyone does bad impressions yes, of Yoda. But then it's like, They're no, accurate. Yoda's voice is wild. Yeah. Mm, my voice wild it is, yes. That's mm. a perfect impression. It's perfect. I'm really perfect. spot on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really fucking like Yoda. What a cool little dude. He's so fucking cute. He's and then adorable. His Before you realize he's the Jedi master mm-hmm. too when he's just like arguing with r2d2 over the hot dog and shit yeah. like that shit is it's truly funny, funny. it yeah. did make me loud yeah. i did yeah. and he was very hungry mm-hmm. um he was like going through all well he stuff. lives in a swampland yeah. yeah alone too right i think he's the only living being on dagobah there oh, was dang. more what happened oh, to the, the other, only living like what humanoid. happened to the other yodas well 
That's that's where the thing gets a little confusing because we don't they don't know because Yoda is like nine hundred years old. Oh, dad! So they don't know if he's just like a shrunken old Jedi human or oh. if he's like a, if he's a race. I'm I'm assuming that's been retconned in some movie because like uh-huh. Yoda fights in the prequels. He if fights. You, yeah, when you get to the, I think it's like episode two. Yoda has a lightsaber and we see him fight. I can't. I wait. like that. Yeah, and he like I can't flips wait. around. It's <laughs> it's really funny. It's insane and it's like embarrassing. <laughs> Because oh, I'm excited. I uh, I do like that. The prequels came out my <laughs> junior year of high school. Uh, episode one, Phantom Menace, came out my junior year of high school. I cut school and waited in line outside the movie theater to get tickets. Went that night to see the movie and was so disappointed. Aww. But I was afraid, like I couldn't admit to myself that I didn't like it. So I like justified mm. it for like four mm-hmm. days. I'm like, well, Darth Maul is cool. Then I went back. Darth and, Maul. I wait to meet Darth Maul. He's actually the only cool part. And then is, I went. Is Darth Maul a, a, a sibling of Darth Vader? Is no, he the one who looks like the devil? Yes, he's the one with the red and black face. Yeah. Uh, but oh, Dar- okay. Darth is like Darth Sidious, Darth Vader, Darth Maul. Darth Sidious. Darth is a title you get if you're in an if you're of the evil Jedi Darth order. Darth Sidious sounds like a black man's name. Come here, Darth Sidious. <laughs> oh, it's one word. Yeah. yeah. This is my son, Darth Sidious. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> We'll be back with more Star Wars right after this short break. Remember in 2018 when border control separated thousands of refugee kids from their parents and deported the parents back to their home countries while keeping the kids in the United States? Well, believe it or not, six years later, there are hundreds of families who still have not been reunified. Although we as a community may feel hopeless at times, I recently learned about an organization called Al Otrolado, which works to reunify families. They provide holistic, legal, and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the U.S. and Tijuana through a multidisciplinary, client-centered, harm-reduction-based practice. Since 2018, they've reunified over 100 refugee families ripped apart by Trump's zero-tolerance policy. Once reunited, Al Otrolado helps each family to find legal representation, housing, and counseling that they need in order to heal and get on their feet. Imagine having your child ripped from your arms and never knowing when you'd see them again. We can't let family separations go on. If you're like me and believe that families belong together, join me in supporting Al Otrolado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otrolado in the description of this episode or or go to gum.fm slash charity to donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. Altrolado.org slash volunteer. Ooh, do you want to make your mom smile? Start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brand she loves. And guess what? It's delivered with the same day with DoorDash. Get 50% off your next order of up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now on DoorDash. And the promo code is NEWCOMERS. Listen, moms are a gift. I know that best. So give her the best this Mother's Day. Select from hundreds of expertly crafted bouquets to the best of tech to self-care essentials delivered right to the door. Get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with the code NEWCOMERS. That's NEWCOMERS. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Get a Mother's Day gift as unique as she is with DoorDash. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. My social battery right now, where would I put it? Ooh, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of looking to connect with friends. I'm also looking to retreat a little bit and be by myself. It's hard to know exactly what you need at any given time. And it can be so easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin, especially with social gatherings picking up so much. After the winter, the spring is here. Well, what's the right amount of socializing for you and how do you recharge? Maybe you thrive around people. Maybe you need more alone time. Therapy can give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. I started therapy when I was about 30 and it was so, so helpful for me for learning about myself, learning about boundaries, learning about my relationships with other people and how to deal with other people. There's so many things you can benefit from therapy. 
So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash newcomers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash newcomers. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Wait, I didn't realize that the scary man in this movie had a name. Palpapine? Palpatine. Palpatine? The emperor, if you will. Oh, that's the emperor. Yeah, and that's what he runs the empire. But which we, is the bad guys, but and we they're didn't striking. See him back. in the first one. So, did he exist in the universe in the first one, or is he a new addition? I think they reference him in the first one, and Vader doesn't speak to him in any no. way, like in a hologram or anything. Oh, also, what's up with Darth Vader's fucking head? Why Ew, is it all nasty, crusty, gummy and brain? Goopy? And then why does he sit in that egg all day? Yeah, what's up with that? All right, so that's uh, Vader's like meditation chamber, quote unquote. Oh. He something happened to Darth Vader to Anakin Skywalker. Yes. And which you'll see in episode three, he's okay. like burned alive. Oh shit! And then That's the not all, nice. and then the only way yeah. to keep him alive is to live inside the system that is. Oh. So the Darth Vader mask, the breathing, oh, all so that. He can't look like anything. Like yeah. he will not. He can't re- be oh. revealed. Right. Because we were wondering okay. if he was going to be a white man in there. Because I heard oh, he was a white man. He yeah. is a white man. But he doesn't show his face. He does in the oh. third one. You oh. See it. I look forward to. Yeah, um, yeah, it is a it is a white dude in there, voiced by like the most legendarily black voiced <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that confusing. <laughs> yeah, is, I mean, is that, it, was that originally? In order for him to be Luke's father, you kind of. <laughs> Gambling brought up a good point. We don't know if they're actually humans. They could be like a different race of right. something. Right. So. Uh, the colors of your skin doesn't truly matter. Right. Well, technically, humans are born on Earth, and if Luke is born on Tatooine, that doesn't make him a human. Like, right. right. It could be anything. And he's a moisture farmer. Yeah, a moisture farmer. So, but was it originally? Can, can was, you speak to protocol droids? Was the um guy playing Darth Vader in the suit originally supposed to be the voice as well? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, we want to know about that. I'll if the Google voice that. was added in post, I feel like, like I feel like they had it. They knew they needed a cool, big, deep voice mm-hmm. because yeah, his voice does everything. I mean, it's yeah, it's amazing hearing uh, JEJ do that. I think uh, I bet you they would have had James Earl Jones in this, but like mm-hmm. James Earl but Jones is a James big James Earl. Jones. Yeah, he's a big guy at that point, so he's right. they're like uh, not big in size, but like in no, no, fame. But yeah, it's, it's like, like he's in a so walk I'm not gonna be in a fucking, fucking suit. suit. He's like put me in a booth after yeah. the fact. <laughs> so Lando Carissian is charismatic and cool and, like, friends with Oh, wait, can I pause you? Because I just found out something about that, and it's kind of insane. Ooh, tell us. So on the set of Star Wars, David Prowse, who was in the costume... Yeah, who's like a giant. He was worried that his lines were being muffled by Darth Vader's helmet. Not to worry, he was told the lines would be re-recorded, but what nobody told him, according (laughs) to the actor, was that he wouldn't be the one doing the re-recording. So he... fucked up! Yes. Like, with a strong Devonshire accent that earned him the nickname Darth Farmer from the crew, the reality is that David Prowse was never going to be called upon to provide the voice of Darth Vader. 
Instead, Lucas went through tapes of some of the finest voices in Hollywood, including Orson Welles. He eventually arrived at James Earl Jones. Ooh, good pick. That is so mean, that guy, That is though. really mean, Wouldn't but that honestly, you? that's Hollywood, baby. So he was standing there saying all that uh-huh. stuff, but it was like everyone he couldn't really memorized. hear. He was in a trailer looking at signs. But if he has a Devonshire accent, too, that's like sort of like almost Cockney. You know, like uh, I'm not. Yeah, that would be that, so weird. That's like, that's like non-city British mm. accent. <laughs> yeah. That would be so, such a very different movie. Okay, so. Oh, <laughs> I'm your father. Luke, I'm your, I'm your fucking father. <laughs> okay, what was your question you were oh, going to ask? About Lando Carizian. So Lando and uh, Hans, I call him Hans, even though I know it's not Hans Olo. Uh, <laughs> but Hans, so they're friends from way back? They're so friends from way back. that's why trusted him? Yes, they used, they're both sort of criminal smuggler guys, okay. so they trust each other to a certain degree because they're old friends. Mm-hmm. We will see their friendship blossom in oh. the movie Solo. But it sucks. Oh, that despite comes way later. The highlight of it is that Donald Glover is young Lando, mm, and Donald's that's the pretty be- good casting. Donald's the best part of the movie. Uh huh. But that movie sucked balls. Ugh. Yeah. Um. Sometimes a movie when they try to do a prequel, mm-hmm. they go too hard. So that, like, for, as improvisers, you know, like the power of the connection is one thing, but it also still has to be good or funny. Yes. Mm-hmm. In like these prequels, they're mm-hmm. like establishing things that we're supposed to give a shit about later on in life. <laughs> Here, I'll spoil something from Solo that sucks. Okay. He's getting on a transport ship and they're like, what's your name? He's like, Han. And they were like, what's your last name? He's like, I don't have one. He's like, do you have any family? He's like, no, I'm all alone. He's like, Solo it is. That is dumb. And it's so dumb because no one cares how he got his last name. Right, anyone and why has would a he last keep name. It? Why Pretty would he keep it funny. for Yeah. That's so like, funny. Yeah, I like that. I I'm am Han. Han Solo. I got no one. I guess I'm Solo. Dude, the movie is uh-huh, Solo. Make a ton even if they suck. Like, yes. Yeah. So At this even point, like all the, of them make the so ones much that money. people don't, like the people like universally. Well, I don't hate. think, I think... It's hard to please Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I liked Episode Seven. I liked Rogue One. I thought they were fine. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not the same as these movies. They don't have the same heart. And I think a lot of it's like the digital effects. I don't give a shit about what race or gender any of my Jedis are. That's not what I'm here. I'm not here to see white people throw lightsabers around. That's not the appeal of the first movie. For me, it's the creatures and the lore and the world. Yeah. And so that that is in some of the newer movies. So I, I can appreciate it, but it's not as strong. C-3PO, he gets all discombobulated. Wait, who are the people who okay, take so yeah, over? His legs were up in his face like he was yeah. eating his own ass. Yeah, he, he was movie. definitely trying to S his own D. For the, on, in. S his own D. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like that Chewbacca was carrying him around and trying to fix him. That was cute. Yeah. And he put yeah. his head on backwards. That was funny. Yes. They had some funny little moments. Mm-hmm. There was some good comic relief. And how about when... C-3PO interrupted that kiss between Leia and Han. Sure did. And I was like, get the fuck yeah, out of get here. Out of here. We're trying I, to see these people fuck. Yes. They're so, those are two of the most attractive people on earth so at the hot. time. Man, yeah. yeah. Harrison Ford. Ooh, wait. Yeah, Dude, he's his so great. And I feel like I heard he got, he was like George Lucas's like carpenter. And Lucas was like, this guy is fucking handsome. Wow. I think he puts him in American graffiti for like a small wow. part. What? He's like, maybe we should have this guy in Hans, as Han Solo. What did, who did, Imagine that dude it, comes to your house and like you, you, uh, your wife is like, you're a man. And your mm-hmm. wife's like, I ordered a contractor to come fix the house. You see it's fucking and young Harrison like, no, Ford. crazy. No, you're fired. You gotta go. No you hot nannies, no hot contractors. No, Get him out of here. <laughs> okay, wait, here's, the, here's what I looked up about that. He met George Lucas when he auditioned for American Graffiti and was cast in the film. After that, he continued to do carpentry and was hired to do some work for Francis Ford Coppola. While working for him, he crossed paths with Lucas again and was hired to read lines for Star Wars edition. So being the carpenter did help him get cast. That is crazy. Oh, that's fucking cool. So he had to still have a regular job after. That's kind of interesting. After American Graffiti, yeah. yeah. I mean... American Graffiti was a small movie, and I think his part was small. Oh, I think it's so famous that I think of it I think it's more famous just because it's Lucas's first movie. I see. Yeah. Never seen it. <laughs> well, hopefully you'll get to it in time. one of your episodes of this show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a quick detour to American Graffiti. We're watching THX 1138, <laughs> Lucas's uh, uh, student film. I will say, Hans really comes on to Leah super hard. 
in a way where I was like, does she want it? I don't know how to feel. But then she did want it and it was okay. She kind of teases it at Hoth that she's into him a yes. little bit, right? Like as they're into escaping. She, uh, into, into Han, Han. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She it kinda, seems like she starts to become attracted to him. Yeah. I think she's attracted to him yes. in the first movie, but like he is a scumbag. Mm, yeah. But my and, whole feeling is like just... Like, there's nothing yes. going on. You're in space. He's hot. Who cares? There's pretty much no consequences. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with it? Just have a relationship. Well, See that's where that's where you're harshly reminded that it is a children's movie in the end, mm-hmm. right? Like when you're watching this, as uh, despite all the dark images of like your uh-huh. dad is evil now, you get your arm <laughs> cut off, your friend is frozen. Despite all that. <laughs> It is a children's movie. It does yeah, I have wasn't thinking blinking that. fucking robots mm-hmm. that are like deep, deep, deep talking but to each other. But don't you think the fans don't think that? That's what I find. Cra- also, I get so much shit for this all the time when I'm like, well, Marvel movies are fucking children's they movies. They are children's I, movies. I like them. But yeah. But they're, ki- they're movies for kids. Right. And people are like, they're fucking cinema. And I'm like, all yeah. right, fine. Yes, old people can wa- older people can watch them. But they're fucking kids yeah. movies. They're PG-13. They're absolutely <laughs> sexless. Robert Downey Jr. is like yeah. 58. And he's Iron Man. And he's having a kid in the last movie. It's like, shut the fuck is this? That is you weird know, when you say it like that. This movie reminded me so much of Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, because Guardians of the Galaxy was clearly inspired by ah, this. Ah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Because they made it, they call Star Wars a space opera. Like, that's what they refer I to it as. I read that today oh, and I was okay. like, what? Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Because it's just like an epic tale told in three parts of the trilogy and it's like an opera in that there's a, a, mm. a evil leader, a rebellion. It's got mm. like, it's like this huge sweeping epic. But, but it, there's no singing and when they call Carmen a hip hop truck, there's hip-hop in there. <laughs> Fair enough. They call it a hip hop They put well, a T the, in there? <laughs> well, I fucked it up. The one with Beyonce? A hip-hopra? A hip-hopra? A hip-hopra. hip-hopra. <laughs> Luke hears Ben slash Obi-Wan a bunch. Yeah. That's like a running thing in the second and third movie is mm-hmm. that uh, Jedi's, they can like appear as force apparitions as it's called. Because and, he didn't die. He became part of the force. Yeah. Right? That's how Jedi... When you're a certain level of Jedi, that's how you die. Like you mm-hmm. die, but you're, you're your like physical. You leave your physical form, and yes. you become uh, like yeah. So when Darth Vader in the first one stepped on his robes, he wasn't checking to see if he was dead. He was checking to see if he became part of the Force. I don't, that's a great question. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Where'd he go?" He was like, mm, Is he "Okay." In I hope did. that's how I die. I hope one day I get hit by a car and then just I disappear in my clothes. <laughs> just a pair of and fucking short shorts him. and a Hawaiian shirt are laying there. <laughs> so when the whole thing happened with Darth Vader and he's like about to, he's hanging there with one arm, Luke, and he. It seems like his only option is to join the dark side or to die. Mm-hmm. But then he basically commits suicide is what you think is happening. Right. Yes. But then he just lands on a slide and he's yes. fine. And then lands on a second slide. Yeah. I didn't like, did he know? Do you think he knew that he would be OK? Like, or is that one of those things where it was like, that was lucky? Uh, so there's there's a lot you can unpack there because mm-hmm. it is lucky. Maybe he knew about it. But then. Star Wars gets this, and Luke especially, gets a little bit of like a graded on a curve because the force is not fully explained exactly what. Right. right? So maybe it's because uh-huh. he has the power. He has of the, the power. He has the force. So, you know, luck maybe goes in your side. Like, oh. I think it might be in the third one or it's in the first one where like for luck when they swing across I forget like there's a lot of things that happen Mm -hmm. to our main characters that are lucky which is always classic storytelling like your hero gets luck right but the force is like a mystical power Mm -hmm. of good so maybe it keeps Luke alive longer than it should and uh, the Millennium Falcon's able to get there to rescue him or whatever. I thought it was fully him using the force. I thought he was like, mm. my daddy's evil. Daddy's in front of me. I don't want to join Daddy. Oh, the force is telling me to that there's exactly. slides. Because right. then he actually uses the force and you see him tell Leia that he's hanging there right. so she can come back to get him. Well, th- yeah, and then there's like the element, there's like the elements of like, Luke and Vader know where each other are yeah. at times and stuff like that. So I think you're right. And like when we see Luke training, he's mm-hmm. like running and doing somersaults and stuff, yeah. right. which is not something he showed the ability to do no. ever. And like, that's just something I feel like the force, the force juices you up a little yeah. bit and, and help you in the force juices I can you understand up. why people get really obsessed with that idea, like fans of the movie, because it is a very powerful mm-hmm. sort of hopeful thing. Like that you have this energy that can help you through something. Well, it's like the same thing that, uh, you know, it's the fantasy elements of Marvel movies where you're like, yeah, I'm a normal fat dude, but Mm -hmm. what if? 
I was just bit by a spider. Yeah. And then, I, you know, and then you see that in something like the Bourne movies. They're all these like fantasies mm -hmm. of just like lazy people who become superheroes. <laughs> well, it's like, yeah, it's not like Luke dedicated uh, 24 <laughs> years to training in martial no, he arts. he going to go to school or yeah, something. Right, he truly exactly. was with Yoda for maybe 15 minutes. Yeah, and well, I do like, and I'm, this might be a special edition thing because I don't remember it as much, but like, they're really hesitant to let Luke leave. Like, yes. they're like, no, 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 no. You need you to do a little go. more training. You gotta stay mm -hmm. here. And Luke's mm -hmm. like, no, no, I'll 24 be 24 more credits you need. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that Yoda was like, you're gonna fuck this up. Right. And you then, can't go. You've yeah. only been here, because I feel like everything in this movie happens in real time. Because in the first movie, I'll talk about this to the day I die, they say, you have a half hour to get to Dude. the front or whatever. And then it took a literal half hour. We were so mad. I couldn't believe it. We were like, how long is this going on? And then it was like, oh, they said yep. it would take they 30 minutes. 30 minutes, and that's what it did. Um, by the way, this won the best sound and visual effects at the Oscars. I buy that. I it thought was pretty that was cool. I, I thought the visual effects were really great in this one. They hold up now. They and do, this they is, do. Yeah. This movie's th uh, 40 years old. Well, I really do feel like a lot of the reasons why I don't get on board with a lot of movies like this nowadays is that I don't really care about like CGI yeah, effects. It, like, it doesn't out. make me feel like it's real. Yeah. I like how these are kind of not janky, but like more practical feeling. Like they mm -hmm. feel like they were figuring it out and it looks almost like it could really be happening. Right. And and also even the jankiness is like under the guise of you it doesn't take you out of the fact that you're watching a movie. Mm -hmm. Right. You know you're still watching a movie. But I watch Guardians of the Galaxy and I have a hard time like the background doesn't matter to me. It does. There's yeah. no depth. And it feels like you right. can see that it's five people mm -hmm. with fucking like markers on yes. their head right. talking there in a nobody. green room. Yes. Yeah. That's like in the never ending story. The what's it? The luck dragon looks fucking insane. Right. Like, yeah. like an insane puppet. But I like it. I like no. it too. The I puppets like, are the best. Cool. It feels like it could be a real thing. Yeah. I mean, it's same is true for like the original Jurassic Park where those dinosaurs that are like those practical. Mm -hmm. they, it feels like that's a real dinosaur. Yeah. Because we've never seen a real dinosaur. Mm -hmm. So I could believe that that's what that is. And same with this. We're like. These are fake creatures, so yeah, it looks like that, and it moves like that. It's yeah. kind of stiff. Right, like, imagine if the droid was animated, like, digitally, instead of, like, a C-3. It would be a bummer. Yeah, it, would be, it would be a real bummer. And it would hold up way less. So mm -hmm. in the newer ones, do they keep a lot of that, like, pr the practical stuff, or do they start to Not, become really CGI? The, uh, the, the prequels uh, go, like, all CGI, and that was oh, part of dang. what made them so awful. Oh, yeah. And dang, then, dang, uh, dang. because Lucas is a special effects guy mm -hmm. and he gets in his own way because he loves computers and he loves, you know, he's just like shooting pod racing the, mm -hmm. in which you'll learn about in Phantom Menace. Pod racing? Yeah, it's like a sport that young Anakin competes in. But uh, <laughs> there's so much business going on, so much shit. You're, it, and it looks cool, mm -hmm. but it looks like a fucking video game cutscene. You know, it doesn't yeah. feel the same. Yeah, and CGI yeah. doesn't hold up because we're constantly evolving to like what's new. Right. Like cutting to Luke and Dak inside their uh, speed their snow speeder when they're trying to take down uh, oh yes 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 yeah and it's like there's sparks yeah. and they're inside it's mm -hmm. like it looks dumb in a good way like it yeah. looks like mm -hmm. oh help me you know like and the yeah. guy's blowing up and shit like that shit cutting to the inside of the cockpit is so real and so mm -hmm. fun yeah and rather than like a wide shot of them CGI'd in a cockpit or whatever you know they could, the what they're limited by helps the helps the movie feel richer yeah yeah, I agree. Yon, 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 yon. Yon. What's your favorite part? What's your favorite scene in this movie? Ooh, in this movie, when I was a kid, my favorite scene in this movie is when uh, when Darth is hiring bounty hunters to hunt Han Solo and mm. Skywalker, and we get to meet like the five weird guys that they have there. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was just the coolest thing, especially then when Tales of the Bounty Hunters, the book came out and you learned all of those characters' names and their specifics. Like the big robot is IG-88. Oh. So you didn't know, like you're watching it and you're like, I like that part. And then you basically get more backstory and research yeah. from these other things. Or like eventually you'll get a, you collectible cards or you'll hear that this guy's Bosk and he's a Trandoshan. A Trandoshan? Like, yeah. <laughs> I know way too much. It's uh, incredible how much you remember. I know you're like filled with knowledge, but like just... The sheer amount of details you remember is incredible. Yeah. It's because it really was like, a, I would say at minimum a decade, maybe 15 to 16 years, yeah. like a huge part of my life, like liking Star Wars, mm -hmm. watching Star Wars. I like identified as a Star Wars fan. You know what I mean? Like, did you mm -hmm. ever dress up as a character for Halloween or for a fun time alone in your room? <laughs> I always wanted, 
here's the thing. I always wanted a Jedi outfit. Specifically, I really wanted the orange uh, helmet. You'll, I think we, you'll, we like that with the yellow glasses. Yeah, yeah we like that. One. We that's want the, some yellow glasses. That's <laughs> the look I want. It's like the yellow. Spe- I also think the snow, uh, the snow goggles and snow outfit that they Leia's wear like looks cool. Yes. Puffy vest and oh, very like, cute. That was cute. Leia is so fucking hot. Like all her outfits in this movie are awesome. It's like, it's She's literally. so cute. And then also now think about it from the toys pr- perspective. Yeah. Now you can buy oh, Snow Princess Leia. Leia and Snow I Gear. Do, I, now you I can buy Princess Leia in her yeah. little robe. Yeah, that's, you got her in a robe. You, now there's four I Leias. The there's six already. Luke's you can buy. You yeah, know it's what I mean? actually very pathetic how much I want merchandise from this film. <laughs> um, by the way, it would took they filmed it in Norway and outside of London, which I think is kind of cool. Oh, I was cool. picturing all of this happening in America, so I think Same. it's interesting. And then the first movie was shot in Africa, yeah, yeah. which is cool. Yes, uh, there's the famous uh, studios in London, which the name is escaping. Elstree's. Studios. Is that it? Elstree, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, th- I thought it was something else. They shoot uh, they shoot a lot of stuff in the studio there. But like, right, yeah, the first one is in Morocco mm-hmm. or something like that. And this one, yeah, it's, so it, yeah, cool. it's fucking cool. And the sets are really amazing. I mean, there's one point where, I mean, I don't, I can't remember what exact part it was, but certain things were opening up and showing the depth of the place that they were in. And, and it seemed like it was all real stuff like built all up like yeah. that. It They're, wasn't like green screen. It, so if it's anything, it's rear projection at the time. So oh, it's like, it, there's just a big screen back there that's playing. Oh. That. Yeah. Wow. So it that looks, looks cool. It looks cool as hell. Right. And I thought about all the people making it and I was just very impressed, like thinking about all of the work that went into every little detail. Just like when he's like climbing in the X-Wing or they're on the outside of the Millennium Falcon, like someone built that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's so, so fucking cool. cool. And I was thinking about the actors like, being in that set and how you could really get swept away yeah. by the world because it feels so real around you. Yes, and then imagine you are Chris Pratt and mm-hmm. Zoe Saldana and you're in a neon green room totally. with fucking balls on your head. Yeah, how I do you get? That makes it even harder to act. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, like, maybe that's why some of those performances are so stilted. When oh. There's a lot of CGI. Right, and you want to know what what else? Because no one cares about the actors in these movies. Mm-hmm. It isn't about how good the acting is. Mm-hmm. It's like it's about the story. It's about introducing a character. It's about mm-hmm. seeing something crazy. No yeah. one's like, well, and that's why we're we're appreciating these actors so much in mm-hmm. these movies. We're like, the acting's really good. It's so and it's good, like, but yeah, it's like that yeah, was kind of the easy point. You were on this set yeah. with everything. Yeah, and I mean, it wasn't like Leia was cast because she is. Uh, has a hot YouTube, yacht, hot YouTube series yeah. or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like uh, yeah. Oh, but, we got to get. Uh, she had a hot UTI. <laughs> That's what I thought you were Trump saying. Not a hot UTI. Ooh, it's uh, sizzling. Give this bitch some cranberry juice. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like so many things now are cast from things like that. Where it's right. like she has a million mm-hmm. followers, and you're like, well, she fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we got a, a yeah. pop record. I, I always like to joke that like one of the best actors, one of the best characters in the Marvel universe, is played by a wrestler, like the Batista character in oh, Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy. Great. He's like the funniest. He's in yeah. a movie with Chris Pratt, who's arguably a uh, arguably a comedy actor, mm-hmm. and fucking he's not as funny as the wrestler who <laughs> doesn't understand sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Dude, uh, I can get on my high horse about practical effects for special effects any day of the week. I'm yeah, ready to I mean, I like them. practical. I'm yeah. a huge fan it's of it. It's so fun just to see it. Yeah. Like even like the big worm, you know, when they get when they're oh, hiding yeah, in the nest. Yeah, that was crazy. I love that. It kind of reminds me of like um, Beetlejuice. Yes, yeah, like the space worm from Beetlejuice. Mm. What is your favorite of the series? Is this your favorite, or Um, you said the next one? The the next next one, Return of the Jedi, is my favorite, and I think classically most people like this one because it is is the darkest. Because it was reviewed pretty. People liked it and they hated it. It was very mixed reviews. I believe that because it is. If you liked A New Hope, the first Star Wars movie. You're like, oh, this is a fun, silly romp. This mm-hmm. movie is darker for sure than mm-hmm. the last one. You learn that the dad is evil, this, that. There was just more stakes. And there's more stakes yeah. because That's why I liked it. It was nice. Yeah. It's it's a better story. And it it's a more fully realized uh like standalone story, uh, like uh contained in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I think Return of the Jedi, which is my favorite, I think will also be your guy's favorite. Okay. okay. But I, I don't yeah. wanna that's uh uh for a little behind the scenes, I was going to do the re- our Return of the Jedi episode, but now due to scheduling, we're doing mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Return of the Jedi is right. Like if what you like about this movie is that it's a little cuter, mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi is the cutest into the point where me saying I like Return of the Jedi the best 
puts me in like a bad light from oh. Star Wars heads. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see it because all the things I think I know about the series have happened. Right, right. I don't I know. know what an Ewok that is. is what I won't look it up. No, no. Don't. I don't know any surprise. Things are happening so quickly. Yes. The things that I've thought were kind of spread over all of the films mm-hmm. are like being knocked out pretty fast. That's so. really that's really funny you said. We talk about this a little bit on Raised by TV where it's like, you watch an episode of Seinfeld and you're like, oh, these three jokes that I know are all in, <laughs> in this, this one episode. episode? Yeah. yeah, and you're like, holy shit, this show is dense. Like, mm-hmm. And that's Star Wars because when the third movie comes, you're going to be like, oh, that's what this is from? Oh, that's what this is from? Like, right. now I get this. It's one of those, we- you're in the weird space too where you watch something that was such a huge pop culture uh, like thing that's been parodied and referenced mm-hmm. a million times and never yeah. watching the original. That mu- it must be wild to be like, oh, that's what that's from. I think oh. it is weird. I was waiting for Luke to scream, no, after I'm not your father, because that's what happens in Toy Story. Yeah. It's like the third time I've referenced <laughs> yeah, yeah. Toy yeah. Story. But that's what I know that scene from. Yeah. Someone was like, oh, that's from Star Wars. And I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. There are these little moments where you're like expecting something. But that's why it was kind of funny when like the line is different than what I thought, or like, mm-hmm. I don't know, or even Yoda's voice being accurate to how people Im- do right. impressions of it. I was like, oh, okay. Like There were certain things I had made up in my head to be true mm-hmm. or not true about these movies. And so now we're learning a lot. But I mean, I, I was very relieved that I enjoyed parts Same. of this one and that I even laughed out loud. I had big reactions actually at home mm-hmm. where I was like, what? No, that guy. You know, I was like, I was into it. So I am looking forward to the next one. I'm also looking forward yeah. to it. I got to say, though, I think with every movie, I'm going to hate the first 20 minutes. I think so, too. They do a lot of preamble that For you feel nothing. like you don't need. Yeah. I, I like in this movie, Darth Vader kills a lot of people from his own army. <laughs> like, but can't, oh, yeah. can't fight Luke. Uh-huh. Can't beat Luke. Just but strangling people. He's just and they're constantly- looking over and they're like, well, okay, well, I'll do better. <laughs> I like the one dude in this who's like, I'll go tell Vader. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, like, yeah, <laughs> go for it, man. <laughs> we know what that means. So do people know that his head looks like a chewed up piece of gum? Yeah. I don't think a lot of people know. Because I feel like he's I putting his helmet out when that. some guy was talking to him. His like, he, he sort of has like the RoboCop head where he has like a face on top and in the back it's like open and Ew, shit. Is it going to be nasty? You... you you don't see it that much. Oh, okay, yeah, okay no. good. Well, there's nothing really gross. played for gore in this. Right. Like, even the gore is like cartoony, like mm-hmm. when they cut open the Tauntaun and he's like, oh, yeah. this thing like, smells even worse on the inside. Little yeah. guts, the, like crystal goods. I know, they're yeah. kind of cool looking. Yeah, and it I was like, like that's like fucking, uh, what's the Wait, so three he dog cut him open and put Luke inside? Yeah, like Call the Wild, famously. That's, I can't get inside somebody. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, maybe not anybody, but me, I think you could squeeze that inside me. Big boy to get inside of him. Can someone draw I want that? you to wear me like a suit. <laughs> I would do it. If it was in your will, I would do it. We At my funeral, it. Nicole Byer will wear my skin your as a suit. Your family's like, what is she doing? I pull you out of the coffin. I literally want you fan art of this if somebody can draw. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please draw me wearing Gabrus as a suit. <laughs> That's uh, and send it to me uh, DMs, please. <laughs> Hyper specific kink. Oh, also, I thought it was funny that they could never get the light speed to work on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, it happened twice. Rule of three, it worked on the third time. I like that. That was fun. It's it's such a fun, simple little thing that it's like it does the Millennium Falcon. The fact that it doesn't always work yes. adds like this layer to Han, where he's like, "Well, what do you want from me?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it gives him that like. <laughs> Uh, ne'er do well slacker energy that Here's everyone Here's a question. So Boba Fett has uh, frozen Hans. So then Lando, <laughs> I refuse to call him Han. That's I'm a dumb name. I like Hans. Yeah. So then Fair. Lando is driving the Millennium Falcon to go. Is he going to go save? Or they're just, it's ambiguous as to what's going to happen. It's ambiguous as to what's going to happen. But you're okay. assuming uh, Lando, he. The Vader misrepresented him. He didn't realize all yes. this bad shit was going to happen. And then that wasn't his house everybody was at? Like that nice place where Darth ends up to take that. That is, I that don't know if that's house? Lando's house, but that is where nice he lives. House. Yeah, he lives in the Cloud City. There, yeah, that's a nice penthouse in the Cloud City. Oh, he's got. He, I mean, I yeah. liked it. He's got capes and shit. Yeah, like he's he running shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he seemed very, very of the moment. Yeah, he <laughs> like seemed he very early eighties. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, so okay. Then he gets his hand chopped off. Then he gets a new hand, mm-hmm. which I was like. 
convenient that the hand looks just like just his, old like hand. his old hand. And I, like... I love when they like they show it with the robot thing. You're like, oh, that uh-huh. looks cool. And then the next shot, they just show him like, yep, yep this? okay, yeah, it's yeah. a hand. Yeah, I'm back to <laughs> I also loved how they hid his hand being gone because it was just the I sleeve know. pulled up. He was holding it. <laughs> yeah, like the one when around. he was like. Practical, baby. I know. It was like I could tell that he was pulling his sleeve like taut so that his Mm -hmm. arm could be inside it. Mm -hmm. I liked it. Yeah, rather than like a fucking uh, brushing it out in post. Like that just looks so much cooler. I was happy that it was just being hidden. (laughs) And then he adjusted so quickly to have one hand. he's fine with just one. No no tears. No. How does the movie end exactly? Let's go walk through the ending so we can get ready for what we're going to watch next. So he he gets his new hand. Then they go where? I can't remember what happened right after that. Well, he's parting ways from Leia and them, right? For Leia and uh, Leia and um, Lando walk yes. out of the hospital room where the. Yes. <laughs> I love that. There's like, of all the dro- jobs to give droids, one of them is surgery on uh-huh. your arm, and it's uh-huh. like they never show him do it uh-huh. because clearly the articulation was not there. It would be like, <laughs> like just stabbing needles into your arm. But and it was shit. a different droid, right? Who did it? The was surgery? yeah, it was a medical droid. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> But yeah, so Lando and Chewbacca, they're just on a mission in the in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, they're going to do something. And then yeah. Leia and Luke stay? Where do they go? Um, I think I think if I had to do the work for it, I'm trying to remember exactly how it ends, but if I had to do the work for it knowing how the first one begins, uh-huh. they're they're figuring out how they're going to get Han. Yes. Okay. So, Cuz the f- opening of 3 is is you'll I'm hyped for you guys to see that. Okay. It's very cool. I'm excited. Yeah. Or opening for six. Is this the end where um, Luke has a vision? No, that might be. Well, no, Luke that's... does have a vision of uh, Obi-Wan Ben, and then he sees Vader. Because Vader was like, come. And he's like, no. Yeah. No, Daddy. Daddy, <laughs> he, no. It's so funny. Like, it's interesting how they play the evil power of the Force, where it's like, they lure you over where it's strong, and it's not until you master it that you can... It's like addiction or whatever, or like mm-hmm. drugs. It's like, no, learn how to take them before you get hooked. And, yeah. And be like, yes, I fucking love heroin. Let me do it all the time. <laughs> no, just take a little hit, nod off, chill for a little while. Don't teach people how to do heroin. <laughs> all right. That's my 20-episode podcast. Newcomers, we're doing opioids. We're doing opioids. That's <laughs> terrible. That's not funny. Stay <laughs> off that shit. Terrifying. It's bad. Very bad and horrible. No one should ever do that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm excited to watch the next one. We have to launch right into it after we leave here, basically. Um, (laughs) These are the longest movies in American history. They're so long. They feel very long. Okay. Yeah. That is not true. But yes, they they are. They are not short movies. Long. They feel long. Um, I don't think they're intended to be watched three days in a row, by the way. <laughs> I know, I know. I, well, that's kind of good for me, I think, because I'm I like, think I got to so. get in Retention. this world and yeah. crank yeah. it out. Um, to, can you tell us what you're working on right now? We want to plug. Yeah, we plug can shit. obviously listen to Raised by TV, our podcast that li- is, uh, some of it's out of the paywall and some is behind the paywall. Right. Structure. And if you're uh, cool with the paywall, I have a new podcast, The Gino Lombardo Show, that's behind, uh, it's on Stitcher Premium as well. And that's sort of like a scripted in quotes a podcast where uh gino hosts his own drive time radio show this is the character you do from this, Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah, this Bang is Bang? the character the yeah, only yeah. character i can do yeah. and character of course is also in quotes it's essentially you yeah it's essentially uh-huh. me but more uh charged up a little more racist a little more everything um and uh, a little more racist a little more everything i've got 10 10 episodes great guests uh we're talking I think I've recorded like 50 commercial parodies for it because it's like a real radio that's, that's show. Awesome. So that's uh, check that out. And then uh, if we're talking staying in the HeadGum fam, check out High and Mighty. Yeah, Hell you gotta yeah. listen to that. Both of these broads have been guests numerous yes. times. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yes. Fuck and yeah. your, what's your Twitter and Instagram? Yeah. I'm at Gabrus on all social media. G-A-B-R-U-S. Tweet, tweet at me all the stupid mistakes I've made talking about Star Wars. Oh yeah, we can't wait for oh, the Oh yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. People are gonna rip us apart. They're gonna be like, mm, you came into it not wanting to see it and you're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, exactly that's so funny that. when people are like, it's not for you and you didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, you can follow us at Lauren Lapkiss and at Nicole Byer. Mm-hmm. And and please subscribe on Apple Podcasts please and rate and rate review, it. especially if you like it. Yes. And and um, I do want to beg you to, if you're one of those people who wants to hate on us or whatever, think about the fact that we are trying to like, we actually, yes. we actually found a lot of things we liked about this yes, one. Yes, we so did. I actually feel pretty optimistic right now. I'm, I said this the last episode. I was excited to watch this one. 
Then that first 15 minutes took me out. But then I got excited yeah. again midway through because I was like, oh, this is fun. So I'm excited to see the next yeah. one. I'm, I may watch Return of the Jedi just because Empire Strikes Back juiced me up so much. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I would say if anyone out there is like uh, mad at Lauren and Nicole for not liking it, <laughs> look at yourself and think about <laughs> and think about why you give a shit if these two strangers to you care about a movie that you like that came out 40 years ago. I do love that we have mm-hmm. not released this, but we are preemptively yes. just putting out warnings because I know, I know they're there out there. There will be a ton of people who will be so angry that I didn't, that I call Hans Hans instead of Han. Yeah. To me, I just, it flows better. We have fun. We're having fun. There's going to be a lot of people who are going to not see the comedy in this at mm-hmm. all and see mostly two women telling them they're losers. <laughs> no matter what you actually say, they're going to be like, those I want to give it a chance. I actually feel like I already understand Star Wars fans a lot more from this experience. Like mm-hmm. it's just even hearing you and Gambling talking about it, I'm getting more of an appreciation. I'm actually already like I could see myself owning some merch. I could see myself getting into mm-hmm. this or like just accepting it more. So well, yeah, when you I, think about yes. it as a children's movie, if you didn't watch it as a child, it's not as burned into your right. yes. like Never Ending Story or Dark Crystal. The, those are weird movies to watch now. Mm-hmm. They're right. not. They don't. I mean, I I enjoy them. I think they hold up wonderful. But if you were to watch them cold, like having well, never just, yeah. seen the end of Labyrinth, and that's crazy. It's a bunch of little Fraggle Rock puppets uh, jamming with a, a young, what's her David, name? Oh, not David Bowie. Jennifer Connelly. Yes. And that was insane. I was like, I don't know if I could see this whole movie. <laughs> I've never seen that whole movie. I've only seen the parts of it. But nuts. But it doesn't, I, the movie doesn't even make sense. Oh, really? If you watch all of Labyrinth, you're like, what's the plot of this? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. All these, I like all these puppet movies. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm a huge fan of Henson. Frank Oz yeah, kills he's it. He's awesome. Yeah. The practical effects are awesome. Fucking. Okay. I like Yoda's house. We love Yoda's house. Yoda's I love house the Dagobah system. I like that I finally saw the I am your father moment. Yes. I finally, I and know it. Honestly, it holds up. It's yeah. pretty dramatic. It is. The way Luke's face changes, I was like, oh yeah, I buy that you're upset about this. His emotional reactions in this movie were much They're, bigger. Yes. I was I was happy with he that. He matured in between the first and second movie, both as an actor, as mm-hmm. a man, and as a character, I feel yeah. like. And mm-hmm. he, and it's He's much better in Empire than yeah. he is in A New Hope. Yes. In A New Hope, he is annoying. He's like, Very uh, I'm ready annoying. to fight. I'm ready to fight. I guess I'll go be a Jedi. Uncle. I don't have any uh, guardians. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's always playing with toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in yeah. this, he's like a little bit more of a man, a little bit more of a badass. Kisses his sister, you know, yeah, rite you of know. passage for That's everyone. Hot. Hell yeah. Fucking That's when you hot. Know you're dude. a man when you kiss that sis. It better be a stepsister than it could be on Pornhub. <laughs> Yeah, maybe they're just half. And that's not even Yeah, great. maybe it's they're okay. just There's no blood. Do they have different momsies? No blood, no foul. <laughs> no, uh, I believe they have the same mom. All right. Do we yeah. get to meet the mom? No. I don't think oh. so. Yeah. There's no other women ever. Yeah, there's very few women in these films. <laughs> All right. Well, I can't wait. Um, thank you so much yes, for coming. Thank you Do you have so something much. else you wanted to add? Yeah. Did you guys think it was cute anytime people talk to R2-D2, like give, putting the words in his mouth? I thought that was like a I, fun it, mechanic it, when I was a kid. Oh, well, I don't know where the mm-hmm. you think, like reacting to just yes. whistles. I thought it was such a funny <laughs> Sort of uh, device. I, just, it is I got upset because he was so dirty <laughs> after he was in the water after meeting Yoda, and I was like, "Can someone please give him a bath? towel? Him off?" Uh, that moment when he shoots out of the X-wing, and they're like, "Where's R two? And he shoots out. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> "My friend JP, I'm going to shout him out. Growing up, he could do that Wahoo sound so good." That we would go to his house, and me and my other friends would be like, uh-huh. "JP, do Wahoo!" <laughs> like, was that different than the do- part where he like? Like touches up basically a fork to an outlet and flies back. There's good gags yeah. in this. I laughed. I laughed. I'm glad I used this moment after the plugs and after saying goodbye to shout shout out R2 D2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I need to talk about more. Let me get the fuck out of here. It was, do you want to say anything else? No, I've said my piece. Are you sure? Thank you. Have me back for 10 more episodes. Oh, <laughs> I might. I mean, we could have you back. We'll play a card game with you. Yes. Yeah, let's play a card game. Oh, let's, my God. Yeah, let's do an episode about them cards. We got to look into that. Gonna That'll be, be a, a real nightmare. niche. It'll be a real nightmare. Oh, my God. <laughs> Trying to teach you two anything. Oh, yeah. I retain nothing. I'll be like, oh, yeah, What's no. A card? <laughs> the <laughs> rules will be lost instantly. Oh, what a mess. Well, thank you so much. This was thank a blast. You. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.